You're listening to the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast with Karen McMahon. We invite you into a journey of healing and personal transformation that will radically change your divorce experience. Heal your heart while refining your character and enable you to be effective and feel empowered as you navigate the practical and emotional challenges of divorce. Many times when we are in an intimate relationship with somebody, you're in a long-term relationship, and especially if there's trauma associated, there is an exchange of soul fragments. And when we get divorced, divorced happens on you know this earth, right? But the soul fragment exchange happens on a whole other level. And so with Theta Healing, what I'm also able to do is to help my clients to exchange soul fragments with their partners. So in other words, we get theirs back and we give their exes theirs back. And the process that I do that enables me to also ensure that the fragments are cleansed, they are, you know, washed clean, and they are returned to each party. Embarking on the journey into the next chapter of your life after divorce is often met with a mixture of excitement and fear. Everything is affected. Transitioning home and career, managing your finances, parenting as a single mom or dad, and managing the emotions around step-parents in your children's lives. The world of online dating, reconnecting with who you want to be in this new chapter of life, and finding your passion, purpose, sensuality, sexuality, and so much more. Tune in as we speak to the experts in every area of post-divorce life and support you to enter and navigate it as an adventure with a growth mindset and a heart of possibility. Welcome back to the second episode of Life After Divorce, entitled Heal Your Past, Manifest Your Future. As you step into your life after divorce, how you think, feel, and act will be based on the extent of the healing you've experienced, and your depth of healing will inform what you manifest in your new chapter of life. Today, I have the honor to speak with a dear friend and colleague of mine who offers a uniquely powerful and special secret sauce called Theta Healing. Theta healing impacts you on four levels, your core, soul, history, and genetics. The power of this healing is like none other I've ever heard of. It enables you to truly break the ties that bind you to your ex and the generational chains, both past and future, and much more. And if that's not amazing enough, Theta healing provides instantaneous shifts. Today's conversation is filled with jaw-dropping stories about the powerful healings and manifestations experienced through this process. So today's guest is Wendy Sterling. She's a divorce coach, theta healer, global divorce recovery specialist, speaker, author, podcast host, and founder of The Divorce Rehab. Wendy helps divorced women who are having trouble moving forward and tired of feeling stuck in pain, fear, and anger to finding confidence, self-worth, joy, and freedom. And Wendy's vision is to change the stigma of divorce from one of shame to empowerment. 
I'm so excited about today's conversation. Welcome, Wendy. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Such an honor. I'm excited to have you really in the early stages of this new series, Life After Divorce. And as I mentioned in the introduction, we're talking about heal your past, manifest your future. And when I was talking to Wendy offline about this, uh, I was just so fascinated with um, what you do and how you do it and the impact that it has on your clients. And so Wendy's going to be talking us to us today about a theta healing. Can you explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, of course. I'm more than happy to. So, um, you know, theta healing, it's spelled T-H-E-T-A healing, was founded and originated by a woman named Viana Stibble back in uh, 1995. And she created Theta Healing, which is a meditation technique that utilizes a spiritual philosophy with the purpose of improving your mind, body, and spirit, while at the same time connecting you to what she refers to as the creator of all that is. So for some people that may be God, it might be spirit, it may be universe. She refers to it, and those of us that are Theta Healers will use the language of creator of all that is. And essentially, it is a focused prayer and meditation that us Theta Healers utilize to connect with creator after getting permission from our clients to enter into their energy space. And it really allows us to, you know, it's almost like retrain your mind, your body, your spirit to clear out limiting beliefs that are no longer serving you and to start living life with positive thoughts and virtues are a lot of what we dig for and assist our clients in uncovering and ensuring that your virtues are being embodied in all areas of your life. And so Theta Healing ultimately assists in creating, um, you know, a positive lifestyle. It also helps all of us and, you know, anyone that has a belief in a higher power, you know, realistically can, can do Theta Healing, but it really enables us to tap into and to trust our own natural intuition. And by doing so, you are also engaging with creator who is the one who's actually doing the work. So a lot of times I'll say that, you know, when I, when I go up and I connect with creator, it's not that I'm the one doing the healing. It's that I'm witnessing creator doing the healing. Um, and the healing is, is intended to, um, to impact physical and emotional well-being. And so it's, it's immediate. And, and one of the reasons that I was so attracted to Theta was because, um, you know, the universe <laughs> brings people into our life for a reason. And I had connected with a woman who was a Theta healer and I had been, um, commenting to her about how I, you know, I had done Reiki. I, I mean, I'd done chakra work. I mean, you name it, I did it because I knew that my ex-husband and I were connected in so many past lives and I couldn't shake him. Like I couldn't get him off of me. And I actually have a scar on my body that was the location where I, I kept feeling him on that scar. And it wasn't until I did Theta Healing that 
I finally felt disconnected. So Theta is, it's long-term, it is long-lasting, um, it is, it, it doesn't just impact you, it impacts past generations, it impacts future generations. So the type of work that I'm able to provide my clients as a theta healer, not only brings about changes in your own physical and emotional well-being, but it also heals past and future generations as well. Well, that is, first of all, that's such a mouthful. And I already have like a, a dozen questions on that. The, the, yes. the immediate <laughs> long-term, long-lasting is, that's, that's a pretty huge statement that it's both immediate and long-term and long-lasting and healing the past and healing the future and healing the present. Um, what I love about what you just said uh, is that, uh, because I think this is such an important piece, Wendy, is you're not healing, you're the instrument. Yes. You know, and, 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 and whatever the skill and training is to funnel um, God, the higher power spirit mm -hmm. through you. I mean, that's really powerful because that to me makes so much sense because if you do believe in whatever you term it, there is such a huge power there and to be able to funnel it. And it, it kind of makes sense that if you're funneling um, the creator, that it would be immediate, long-term, long-lasting past present and future like that that kind of totally resonates with me yeah and it's you know it's so funny because when I first heard about this I was like no way there's <laughs> no way and it's fascinating how it, it, it does work I mean I there you know there's healings that I've not only done on myself but you know for example I have a client that I did a session with um last week and she was feeling like really heavy around uh, a certain belief that she had had and these emotions that were coming up for her. And after we did a session together, you know, she, she texted me the next day and she said, Wendy, she goes, I, I now think about that and I feel nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't, I don't have a physical reaction anymore. She's like, it's no big deal. It's so weird. What is this? This is magic, <laughs> you know? And, and it's fascinating to me, you know, I've never experienced, I've never experienced, nor have my clients experienced. It's like this shift that just happens. And a lot of it is, you know, you have to believe in this type of work um, in order for it to, to, to land. Like I have some clients that I, that, you know, it's part of what I, um, it's part of my methodology with some of my private clients. And I have very few, but I do have two who are so analytical and so in their heads that the theta doesn't work for them because they just, they're just too rational of people. You have to have some spiritual beliefs in you to see the manifestation of what the work does because it's essentially, um, you know, what I do, and, and maybe this is helpful or a question that you had, like I'm, help, I'm totally happy to share kind of how a session works and kind of what the process is, if you'd yeah. like me to. Yeah, I think that would be wonderful. Okay. So every session is very spe specified to the client, right? It's very unique and it is always about what's going on in that person's life at the time. 
And what I initially do with them when we get on the phone or we get on a Zoom is we talk about some of the challenges and the blocks that you are experiencing in your life. And, you know, obviously with, you know, divorce, <laughs> there's a lot, um, but those those challenges and blocks can be physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, whatever it is, whatever it is that comes up. And then based on the answers that I receive from my clients, we then figure out, you know, what work gets to be done in that particular session. And so what I do is I go into a meditative state that enables me to go up to creator on what's called the seventh plane. And the seventh plane is, you know, there's a visualization that I do. And and sometimes I do walk my clients up with me because some of them like to see what their experience is. Um, you know, in conjunction with what my experience is. But when I get myself meditative in that meditative space and get myself up into seventh plane, I am in a place where I can really channel the energy of creator to ensure that my clients received the, you know, the best, what we say is like in the best and highest way for, um, for the client themselves. And so I encourage my clients to, you know, sit in a relaxed position with their eyes closed so that they can get into a relaxed meditative state along with me. Um, and it enables the healing to, to, um, to sort of root itself into their bodies. And, and every single time my clients are experiencing something on their end, some have experienced similar visions or sensations that I do as well. Um, but ultimately what happens with every client is so unique and different. I have clients where I see colors. I have clients where I see memories of their past, things I would have never known. Um, There's other experiences where I hear sounds or I smell. Um, I've had multiple encounters with clients where I have actually envisioned memories from their past of when that particular belief or feeling first was born in them and have gone back and have described to them what it is that I am seeing. And if this was them, I've seen, you know, homes that they've grown up in. I've seen their bedrooms. I have seen, um, you know, one client of mine actually, uh, one of the visualizations we were doing of a healing um, that I was doing, I I heard a song and I saw this really specific image and she, it wound up that she had auditioned for this part. That was her audition song. And that was the last time that this feeling, you know, she had felt this feeling. I had no idea that she had that experience. Um, you know, I've seen numbers, uh, for some of my clients where I do manifestation work. Um, and I've seen numbers and, you know, most recently that client, um, the numbers that I saw wound up being the reason that she was able to go into escrow on her new home. Like, it's just, it's, it's powerful, powerful stuff. And I am, I am sort of the conduit, right? Between the client and, and creator. And I'm just, I'm passing along the information that I receive. Um, I am highly intuitive as well. Um, so the process for me in doing this type of healing with my clients is, is very organic and it's very natural and it, and it lasts for them. And, and, it's so rewarding because I know what it feels like to have that heaviness and that um, those emotions that are so heavily embedded in our DNA to just all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. Um, so, 
So it's 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 so incredible the description of it and all of the different ways, all of the senses that mm-hmm. that you use, all of the different experiences that you've had. And you know, one of the things that I'm thinking is for those listeners who are tuning in now, and it's like you've done talk therapy and you've done coaching, you've done Reiki, and you know, and you've done your prayer or your meditation and it's still there, it sounds to me like there's something about this this theta healing that surpasses all of that or wraps it all together or something. Like, how would you, is this, I don't know if this is a reasonable question, but is there an explanation um, for that level of power? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I don't believe that there's ever just one way to heal or there's one method that works for everybody. And for me, candidly, I had a therapist, I had a life coach, I did Reiki healing, I did Theta healing, you know, I had a lawyer, I had a financial expert. Like I tapped into any and all areas that I knew I needed support in. And the area that theta healing falls into is, you know, and, and it's kind of interesting because as life coaches, you know, technically we're not supposed to focus on the past, right? Our work is meant to be in the now and in the future. And part of what I love about theta is that theta enables me to work with clients um, and to tap into the past, but the past being beliefs that have been, you know, just given to them that they organically and just subconsciously have been passed down, that they're acting out in the now. So for me, the theta enables me to heal their inner child, their generations past, um, and to start, and I just got full body goosebumps, and to be able to assist those in making shifts that will have a ripple effect for generations to come. And the explanation, I, I'm still like, I'm kind of in this place too, where I'm like, man, this is like the coolest thing <laughs> <can> ever. <laughs> right. And I still very much feel that way. And at the same time, I'm a very spiritual person to begin with. And I do believe that our minds are very powerful. And I mean, I can tell you, like I come from a line of Holocaust survivors. I have a lot of um, blocks in me around certain beliefs. I, I, you know, and, and one of the things that I love about Theta is that it enables you to continue. And this is like one of the techniques that I use with my clients is it lets you keep digging because you also don't realize how certain beliefs that were passed down, you know, to your parent, your grandparents, your parents, you, what you're passing down to your kids, how it's playing out in all these different ways. Like for example, for me, I came from Holocaust survivors, right? Survival was a way of life, right? And right. so there, there, I've uncovered a lot of beliefs that my grandparents had passed down to my mom who passed down to me around money, around um, career, around education, um, you know, around male versus female roles. And it's through Theta that I've actually been able to shift the beliefs, shift my mindset and to end the 
the cycle, I'll say, of, of what the beliefs were in those generations to enable my children and my children's children and future generations to not attach, for example, a negative belief with a positive outcome. So for example, what I mean by that is, you know, I believe I have to control everything in order for it to, to, to work well, or I have to, or, um, you know, I believe that uh, money is only abundant if you save it. <laughs> you know, there's, there's all these beliefs that have been passed down that served that generation, right, at the time, but it's not serving moving forward if that makes sense. Oh, it makes so much sense. And when, you know, I talk so often about breaking generational chains. And so, you know, you're talking about coming from a a history of Holocaust survivors. Uh, Those listening may have a history of mental health um, illness. You may have a history of addiction, alcoholism, abuse, like the list goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And so the concept that you can, and and I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but as I'm listening, it's like the the power of what you do bypasses the logical mind or or mm-hmm. the emotions of the heart and gets to um, uh, the energy that connects all of us, right? Which is what the creator is. The creator is love, and so it, it you're you're tapping into an energy and. One of the books I was just telling a client about yesterday is The Body Holds the Score, mm-hmm. which is how trauma is held on a cellular basis. And somehow, and I don't, I don't, I would not be able to explain this, but somehow that creates the generational chains. And and yeah. what I love about what you're saying as we're talking about life after divorce and manifesting your future is if if you're still feeling stuck and and um, tethered to the life that you're trying to leave behind, it sounds like this is a really beautiful opportunity to allow a power much greater than you to cut the ties that bind you. Yeah, and and you know the one of the things that's also coming up for me that I that I didn't mention too is that. Um, you know, part of what keeps us tied are what are called soul fragments. So many times when we are in an intimate relationship with somebody, you're in a long-term relationship, and especially if there's trauma associated, there is an exchange of soul fragments. And when we get divorced, divorce happens on, you know, this earth, right? But the soul fragment exchange happens on a whole other level. And so with Theta Healing, what I'm also able to do is to help my clients to exchange soul fragments with their partners. So in other words, we get theirs back and we give their exes theirs back. And the process that I do that enables me to also ensure that the fragments are cleansed, they are, you know, washed clean, and they are returned to each party. And I've had very interesting experiences in exchanging soul fragments for my clients where there was one woman who I did this for and um, my experience was that her ex-husband was almost like 
no joke, she he was choking me. I felt myself go way back in my chair. I felt hands around my neck. He was not wanting to give them away. And it was a very visceral experience. Um, and it actually took us a couple of sessions to fully get him off of her because he had such deep, they, they had been together a very long time, grew up together. Like it was deeply rooted. They had a lot of layers of, of connection that we got to work through, but finally got him off of her, um, you know, from a soul and energy perspective. We have a special gift for you. Whether you're still emotionally entangled with your ex or not, imagining and creating your life after divorce can feel surreal for some, terrifying for others. Fears and limiting beliefs around financial security, building new friendships, health and fitness, and even finding healthy love can interfere with your ability to create the life you desire. Journey Beyond Divorce coaches can help you get clear on what you want and the obstacles that are keeping you stuck and guide you in manifesting your ideal life. We're here to help you enter this new chapter with more confidence and enthusiasm with a free jumpstart call. Visit journeybeyonddivorce.com backslash jumpstart to book your call today. Can, can you describe what... Um, what the impact of that was for your client. Cause that's, that's a pretty wild story. Yeah. She, um, so at the time she, well, her first response was, I'm not surprised because he was a very controlling human. Um, she also experienced, um, you know, in that moment, she she felt like a tightness in her chest as she was, you know, because again, as I said, like I invite my clients to close their eyes and to just kind of get into a relaxed state as I'm doing the, you know, witnessing the healing and the work. Um, she felt a tightness in her chest. Um, she was also crying. Um, you know, I she told me that she felt, um, you know, kind of like this darkness, like she saw darkness um, around her and I saw a lot of darkness around him. Um, it was the most dark, it was probably the darkest soul fragment exchange I had ever been a part of. Um, she also, um, she felt some relief, but she knew that there were other layers that were there and he wouldn't give them up. Um, when you go into Theta, time doesn't exist. So I have no idea how long I was in that state or what that process was. Um, I just knew in that first session, I was able, I returned his. And even though he wasn't receptive to having them back, she gave them back. He can do what he wants with it. But it was him giving hers her back. There were multiple layers that, were negotiated to get them back from him. And there's also times when I'm in this state where creator invites me to ask permission to, it could be download feelings. It could be sending healing to her teenage self. Um, it just depends. And I listen and I hear, and then I always go back to the client and ask permission. Um, and there was a, there was a moment where I, 
I asked for um, a specific healing to be given to her her teenage self, and um, and that made her cry because she remembered. Oh, she's got goosebumps again because um, she remembered the moment when what I had seen um, as her teenage self. She had remembered that moment with him, where she realized that she could never escape this man or his family. And it was really powerful for her because she had always known this, but she, you know, so many times we talk ourselves out of that intuitive inner voice. That's like, you know, you just, you, you don't trust it. Yeah, your logic when, talks you out of what you intuitively know. Yeah, exactly. And so it was a really powerful moment for her because it was also a moment where she went, "I knew it. Like I knew I was right." Yeah. But she didn't listen to it. What confirmation and validation? And 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 I I'm really curious. Like, did she? What was what was her? Um, overall or emotional or spiritual experience post like it sounds like that would be so freeing like did 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 you guys talk about like what that did for her yeah we did and you know it's been it's been so beautiful to watch her um and to be part of her journey because it really helped her to stand in her power through her divorce process um, because the fears that she had held onto for so long about him, um, you know, it's kind of like the, uh, she felt a, like a, a looseness in the chains around her, what she felt were chain-like around her and really enabled her to stand in her power. Um, and he is still somebody who is, you know, Lord knows he could use some theta healing from me, you know, but she's really been able to maintain um, her her power in her divorce process. Um, and what it's opened her up to now too is realizing how much of her past has influenced the decisions that she has been making. Um, and she's really committed to doing all the work that gets to be done because she knows that there's, you know, it's like, it's, it's, um, it's like an onion. It's all these layers that keep getting peeled away. And I'm not saying that, you know, yes, theta healing is long lasting, but it's layers that get peeled away. And then there's, there's something else that reveals itself. And then we peel that away and then it's like, okay, what's the next one? And it's why I also won't do one-off sessions because I never know what we're going to uncover. And until I see that the work is going to be done, I, I won't just do one-offs because I feel a responsibility of, I don't know what I'm going to uncover or what we're going to uncover together. And my belief is that they get to get to a place where we've uncovered the onion in that area. And then, you know, we can move on to the next, but, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's fascinating because everybody's journey is totally different. My experiences when I'm in Theta, totally different. And the the constant is the relief and the calm that they receive when it's over. Beautiful. That's just amazing. Yeah, it's it's incredible. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I I it is a gift. I mean, it is a true 
gift you can give yourself because there is nothing. I have, I have not experienced anything like this before and neither of my clients. They've all done Reiki. They've all done, and I'm not, I mean, again, I'm pro-therapy, I'm pro-Reiki. I love my Reiki healer. I love seeing her and doing work with her, but this is different. Yeah. It's so different. Yeah, so it's, it's actually, I've never heard of it before and it sounds um, really powerful. And, and I'm curious because, so, so the, the, today's episode is called Heal Your Past, Manifest Your Future. How, mm-hmm. how do you use, um, how does theta healing impact the manifestation of the future? So I'm coming off of a, of a half day VIP day with a client where all we did was manifest and it was, it was magical. So the process by which I work with my clients on manifesting, it's really around visioning, envisioning the life that you want. And it's really funny because every time I start a session where we're going to do manifestation work, Everybody, I have no idea. I don't know. I ask one question and all of a sudden, oh, like magic happens. And this this beautiful story comes to life, right? And again, it's because you don't know what to ask yourself to get yourself in a place where I get to dream. And so when I manifest with my clients, I literally ask, one question. And it is a really powerful one that just opens the floodgates. And I continue to ask them questions because, you know, when we say like, for example, you know, my client was talking about, we did a manifestation around career and uh, her future husband and family that she wants. Mm -hmm. She, she created it actually. Um, The people don't understand that when you say like, you know, if you're not descriptive enough, the universe doesn't understand you. What does more mean? What does enough mean? What does, you know, she's like, oh, I want, you know, my future husband, I see him as being tall and dark haired. Well, what is tall? Because tall could be five, six. Do you want six, two? Do you want five, 10? Okay. What's his athletic build? Is he athletic? You know, what color are his eyes, shape of his face, you know, and, and I just, I get them into, I just keep, you know, firing questions at them and getting them thinking and making it a visceral experience. And I've done this now um, with, I've done it with a bunch of clients, but I will give you an example of one that I did with a client. She's given me permission to share. And obviously I'm not, I I will not say her name, but there's a woman that I work with privately who, um, you know, we do Theta Healing once a month as well. And she has been dying to get out of her family home. And so she wanted to do a manifestation on our Theta Healing. She wanted to manifest her future next home because she was like, I got to get out of this house. I got to find my house, da, da, da. So we did a manifesting uh, session together. And as she was describing the, the house, I could see it. So she's, ma- she's describing all of this. I'm seeing the vision of this house. Um, again, keep asking her questions. Um, and you know, I do my theta work and based on her answers. And when I go up and I ask creator to, you know, I command that creator make this available to her, I'm describing it and I can see it. And that was, that was one of the visualizations that I had where I saw numbers. 
And so I, I told her what I saw. I described the outlay of the house. And it was very specific because I was like, you walk in, there's these columns, there's this kitchen, there's this. And on the right side is the master suite. And on the left side, sorry, on the left side is like the rest of the house and like, you know, all whatever. And I said, but on the master, it's kind of weird because you walk in and like, there's the closet in the bathroom and then the bedroom. I was like, it's not like the bedroom and then everything's on the other side. I'm like, for some reason, it's like right there, the closet's on the left, the bathroom's on the right. And then the master's like down a little bit of a hallway. And I saw the backyard and it was interesting because the backyard was not done. And then all of a sudden it transformed into a remodeled backyard. Um, And then I saw these numbers. And I was like, I don't know what this means. Just write the numbers down. This could be the price. It could be the address. It could be, I don't know, but just write these four numbers down. She texts me about a week later, pictures of this house. She goes, holy shit, Wendy. Oh my God, this is that. Sorry, I swore. This is the house. She goes, I, she goes, oh my God, I found a house. I'm texting you pictures. It was the house that I had seen. It gets crazier. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, send me, what is the kitchen? I'm like, does the master have this? She goes, yes. And she goes, and when I had seen the visualization, I didn't tell her about the backyard. So when she told me about the house, she goes, yeah, but the backyard doesn't have, like, it doesn't look the way I want. I'm going to have to redo the backyard. And I was like, yeah, I knew that because I knew you had to redo it. So I don't always tell my clients everything. And that's how I've been trained because sometimes, it, like at the time, I was like, I don't think it matters. Like it didn't matter until that moment when I told her. And then she wound up getting into a multiple offer. And I said, well, what was the address? And she goes, well, it, three of the four numbers were right. And she goes, I thought you were a miracle worker at that point. You were amazing, right? So she gets into a multiple offer situation. And her agent calls the the selling agent. What number do we have to be at? Like, where do we have to be? This is the number. So when my client went to look at the paperwork for the house, she noticed that her agent wrote down the wrong address for the house. Guess what numbers she used for the address of the house? So the wrong address was the numbers that you saw in your mind were the numbers I saw. And because of it, she was able to revise her offer to the number that the seller wanted and she got the house. So the number ended up representing the wrong address that let her buy her dream house. So that's That's just crazy. Yeah. And and the session I had this this past week with another client She was describing, again, very clear as detail. I saw everything. I was like, this is where this one house is. This is where this other one is. I see him. I see your two kids. I heard the number of years it's going to be until it's all a reality. Um, I also saw other numbers that I gave to her. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's powerful, but the clients are the ones doing the manifesting, but I'm getting the visuals. Like I'm seeing it for them as they're creating it. And the way that manifestation works is that our minds are very powerful and we create what we think. And until you announce and you declare that that's what you want, it's it's not gonna be done for you. So the whole 
purpose behind manifesting is envisioning it and knowing it's already happened. And when it's time, the universe will reveal itself to you. And it just so happened that the one client with the house, it happened instantaneously. And with other manifestations, I mean, I manifested my business. I manifested my boyfriend. I mean, he literally checks every box of the man I manifested for myself. Every box. My business, I declared to, to have the business that I have today in by year two. And I created it because I got really specific. And so what that also does is it enables our minds to just live as though it's already happened. And we're not constantly stressing, why hasn't this happened yet? Why hasn't this happened yet? It's like, oh yeah, it's done. It's just done. So you just sit back and wait because you know it's done and the universe is going to give it to you when it's time. So I love doing manifest. I actually taught a manifesting workshop last night to my group academy because it's really powerful and it's so important when you are creating the new life that you want because unless you get specific, you're not going to get what you want, but you have the power to create it. You just need to get it out of your own way and let, for example, somebody like me start poking at you and asking the right questions to get your mind into a visualization where you know and see it. So... This has just been fascinating. And I'm wondering, uh, on that note, it's a great segue to, can you share with our listeners a couple of steps that they could take um, in the direction of manifesting what they want this next chapter of their life to look like? Absolutely. Um, You know, I think that there's a couple of steps. Um, I think that, you know, I just said one of them, which is get really clear about what it is that you want. And if you're not, the universe doesn't know how to help you. (laughs) So you get to approach what it is that you want from an abundance mindset. If you had all the money in the world, what is possible for you? And step two with that is believing that you get to have it. So it's if there's doubt... Not going to happen. If so there, doubt because, is a block. Doubt is a huge block to manifesting what it is that you want. You know, and belief really comes from self-worth, which is, again, a part of the divorce recovery process is really building back up your self-worth. Self-worth is tied to self-care, self-love. So having a strong belief in what it is that you want comes from a a position of also knowing your worth and knowing that you get to have that. Um, You know, after that, I think that the the step that, that a lot of people miss is, you know, when we set goals, we forget that there has to be intention behind it. And intentions are the feelings behind attaining the goal. So if you are envisioning this life you don't just get to envision it. I have my clients like swim in it. What does it feel like? What would having all of this feel like? Where do you feel it in your body, right? It has to become, like you have to embody the, the, the person, the emotions, the feelings that come with having this. And so many times we forget the intention or the feeling part of... Oh the creation. 
I hear you. It's, it's like what I'm thinking is you're, you're really inviting our listeners to just completely drench themselves. Like the first thing I hear you saying, and, and I have a, a play with possibility exercise that I do mm-hmm. where it's like the more detail, the more detailed, the better. Like get really granular, ask yourself a lot of questions and use all of your senses and, and use your emotions. And, and so I love that. I love that. And I, it's so often where, you know, if you sat down with a six-year-old and asked them mm-hmm. to dream, they do that without thinking about it. It's like, yeah, they can dream. They can tell you all this. Adults have all of these blocks, right? And especially if you've gone through the trauma of divorce and you've been disappointed in your marriage. A lot of times when, when we coach and ask these questions, um, the first thing I often get is what they don't want and what they can't do and why they won't be able to. Like it just starts there. And so you're really turning it all upside down and saying in order to manifest, like believe, get granular, drench yourself in all the senses of it. I love that. Yeah, 100%. Because if you don't, you're not going to create it. You know, that's what keeps us in committed action is knowing what we're going to feel like, right? Like even with, think about health and wellness, right? If we just want to lose weight, it, a lot of times we we won't. It's, God, I feel so good when I get off the treadmill. Oh my God, I feel so much better when I put good nutrient food in my body, right? We, we don't pay attention to how things make us feel enough, you know, because we're just so focused on the goal, goal, goal that, we, you know, we live in a very goal-oriented society that we forget to put this really important layer that goes before that goal, which is how does it make you feel? You know, I don't get on the treadmill every day thinking like, I want to lose weight, which sure, it's a goal, (laughs) but I get on it because I'm like, God, I have so much more energy during the day. I just feel better when I work out before I start my work day, even though I have to wake up earlier, I just feel so much better, right? That's what gets my butt out of bed. It's not to lose weight. It's to like, I feel better. So I would encourage everybody listening to think about attaching the way you want to feel as a result of the vision and the goals that you set for yourself, because that's probably the reason why you haven't achieved it yet. Thank you. Mm -hmm. How can our listeners find you if they want to learn more about uh, your coaching practice, your theta healing Yeah, I would invite everybody to visit. My website is probably the easiest place. Um, My website is wendysterling.net. That's W-E-N-D-Y-S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G.net. You can go find more information about the type of work that I do, Theta Healing as well. Um, I also offer complimentary one-on-one calls to help support you, um, whether that be me or through my wonderful extensive network of colleagues that I send referrals to all the time. Um, you know, my, my bigger mission is to change the stigma of divorce. So however I can support you is, is what my mission is. So yeah. And then I'm also on Instagram, Divorce Rehab with Wendy, uh, Facebook, I, Wendy Sterling or the Divorce Rehab is my Facebook group. Um, so yeah, I would love to connect with everyone in my podcast as well, which is the Divorce Woman's Guide, which Karen has been a guest on. So check out our episode. <laughs> um, but those are the ways to find me. Beautiful. 
Wendy, this has been one of the most interesting and um, really just inspiring uh, conversations I've had in a while. So thank you so much for sharing this powerful practice that you offer. And for those listening, if you've been trying everything and you're stuck and you're post-divorce and you're just not quite sure how to move forward, reach out, have a conversation with Wendy and see uh, how she might be able to help you. Thank you. And stay tuned for our next episode of uh, Life After Divorce. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. I hope you found guidance and encouragement to help you along your journey. If you like my podcast, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. You can also visit us at jbddivorcesupport.com where our team of coaches support both men and women through our one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. Stay tuned for our next episode, and I'll talk to you soon.